state of Utah in Grand County and San Juan. They dig the yellow stuff that makes the atom bomb. They do the uranium miners boogie. The uranium miners boogie. It's the uranium miners boogie. They dig digging all day long. You are listening to Men in Lead Aprons. Everything you might want to know about radiation, the good, the bad, and the not yet known. This is a regular podcast from the Columbia University Center for Radiological Research from the heart of New York City. And here are your hosts, Dr. Eric Hall and Dr. David Brenner. Hello and uh, welcome back to Men in Lead Aprons, a series of podcasts from the Center for Radiological Research at Columbia University in New York City. This is episode three, and today we will focus attention on the medical uses of CT scans. My name is uh, Eric Hall, and for more than 20 years I was director of the Center for Radiological Research. My fellow man in a lead apron is David Brenner, who is the current director. In the first introductory podcast, we gave a glimpse of the various topics that we plan to cover in detail, including scanners at airports, nuclear power, natural background radiation, and of course the medical uses of radiation. Today, we are going to focus exclusively on CT scanners, because you, or someone you know, has probably had a CT scan recently. That is is very likely because millions of scans are performed every year in the United States. Since they were introduced in the 1980s, scans have revolutionized the practice of medicine. But you may have seen reports on TV or in a newspaper about the risks that patients face from the radiation involved in CT scans. And you may be wondering if they are safe for you or your children. Today, we will give you the facts about CT, how they work, what they are used for, and also discuss the risks associated with these scans. So let me introduce my fellow man in a lead apron, David Brenner. Good morning, David. Uh, Good morning, Eric. And uh, let's talk about CT scanners. Okay, so first of all, what is the principle of a CT scanner? How does it differ from an ordinary X-ray? Well, let me talk first about an ordinary X-ray. So an an X-ray is uh, basically a way of imaging the internal structure of your body. And inside your body, of course, we have structures which are very dense, like bones, and we have structures which are not very dense at all, like like your lungs. So as the X-rays travel through your body, uh, when they hit a dense area, like like a bone, they get scattered. So those X-rays actually don't make it uh, through to the uh, the radiation um, film on the other side. So it's X-rays which don't make it to the other side, which ultimately make uh, give you the image, give you the contrast between dense things like bones and uh, very undense things like uh, um, tissue or uh, or lungs. So it's all to do with uh, different parts of the body scattering X-rays as they go through the body. Uh, differently. So that's that's a general idea of what x-rays do, but uh, a CT scanner, which is a comparatively new invention, as, as we'll talk about as we go along, uh, is a little bit different in that you are getting a three-dimensional view of the inside of your body. 
And the way that works is simply by taking lots and lots of photographs, X-ray photographs, from different angles. So the X-ray uh, machine rotates around you and the detectors rotate around you too. And you end up with lots and lots of uh, individual images. And a computer then puts them together to make a three-dimensional picture. So the C in CT is, is actually stands for computer or computerized. And the computer is what is needed to put together the many, many individual uh, X-ray pictures that one gets to get a 3D image. So essentially, a regular X-ray gives you a two-dimensional image of the body, and a CT scanner gives you a three-dimensional image. And of course, you can see a lot more in, in three dimensions because you can look behind other structures. So David, it might be a good idea at this time to... Um list some of the big advantages of CT scans and situations in medicine where they are so useful. Well, I, I would say in general, Eric, that uh, the CT scanner has actually revolutionized uh, medicine uh, in this country and, and, and other countries too. Uh, and the number of uses that a CT scan can can uh, be used for is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, I'll just mention a few of them. I mean, Perhaps one of the most critical is uh, is that uh, if you go in for surgery, uh, if you've had a CT scan beforehand, then the surgeon doesn't have any surprises. Uh, he or she knows exactly what uh, he, he or she is going to see when, when they enter the uh, patient. So uh, definitely more effective surgical treatments. And it's pretty clear now that uh, in general... CT scans are associated with shorter hospital stays. Um, so you, you spend less time in hospital uh, because of the use of CT scans. Uh, and before CT scans came along, you often had to have uh, an exploratory surgery just to see what the problem was. And those exploratory surgeries can have really been eliminated by the use of CT scans because now you can actually see uh, in three dimensions, what was the problem in a way that you simply couldn't before. And th there are a lot more. Um, cancer is, is a big one, of course. Both the diagnosis of cancer, um, finding out whether you have cancer, and also the treatment of cancer, finding out exactly what size the, the tumor is and what shape it is, can all be done with CT scans. So it's really uh, made a major contribution to both diagnosis and treatment of cancer. And then, of course, there's, there's uh, accidents and injuries. I mean, that's perhaps the uh, application we think about most when, when you have a CT scan. If you have a fall and you go into, uh, go into the emergency room, well, it's uh, fairly likely that uh, you're going to have a CT scan just to see the extent of your internal injuries. Um, so it's really uh, changed how emergency rooms work. And the two big killers these days, stroke uh, and cardiac conditions, again, you can treat stroke and you can treat cardiac conditions much better uh, after a CT scan where the physician knows exactly what the problem is in the first place. So this is a pretty long list and it's certainly not a complete one, of uh, things that a CT can do and can really benefit uh, medical treatment. Uh, I think I'm right in saying that the CT scanner was a British invention. 
and I seem to remember a story involving the Beatles. Do you know you come from Liverpool? Uh, do you know that story? Indeed, I do. I, my my home is Liverpool, so uh, the Beatles are very dear to me. And yes, there is a clear link between the invention of uh, CT scans and the Beatles. So, so let, let me tell you the story. So, let's go back to the mid '60s. Actually, 1967. So, '67 was pretty well the height of the the Beatles' fame. And the company that uh, owned the Beatles record uh, label was EMI, a British, British uh, company. And so in 1967, EMI, EMI were absolutely awash with money from, from the Beatles records. And they didn't know what to do with all their, their money at the time. So one of the things they did was to set up a uh, in London a research lab, the EMI Central Research Labs of London. So they set this up in the mid-60s, and they didn't really know what they wanted to, to go on at, at these labs. So they, they hired a pile of very smart uh, engineers and physicists and basically told them to do something good. And uh, one of the, uh, the, the engineers that they hired was a, a man called um, uh, Godfrey Hounsfield. And Hounsfield, in 1967... Uh, sketched out the general idea for a CT scan with lots of pictures coming from all different directions. And uh, by 1973, six years later, he had the first working version. As I recall, the actual letter of appointment that uh, Hansfield got uh, is interesting. Do you remember the wording? Uh, well, I've seen the letter, and uh, it makes great reading. So this this is the letter uh, giving him the job at the uh, EMI uh, research uh, lab. So basically it says, uh, Dear Dr. Hansfield, um, uh, you have a job here. Please do something brilliant. Uh, we don't really mind what you do. Uh, and we'd all love a letter like that. This reminds me of the letter I received when I was first appointed as a lecturer at Oxford. The letter, as I recall, said, this appointment involves no particular duties and carries no salary, but is on probation for one year in the first instance. Well, it's even better than that, I will say. Well, I, I well remember the first uh, scanner when it appeared in the U.S. in the 70s at the Radiological Society of North America. All of the big, glossy um, equipment on show and uh, all of the professional people um, uh, trying to sell it to the doctors present. And there was this very small stand with two men in rather shabby tweed jackets uh, and the first scanner with a little hole in the middle, just big enough to put a head in. Um, did you at that time, David, imagine that this would be such a game changer and become such big business? Well, I have to admit, Eric, that in the early uh, 70s, I wasn't uh, entirely in the business. I was at college at that point. But uh, your point is well taken, that I think when this, this, this first scanner came out, nobody imagined that it was going to revolutionize medicine in, in the way it did. Um, for one thing, it was only designed as a, a, a head scanner, because only, only the head could fit in the hole. Uh, so it was only later that uh, bigger scanners were built that could actually... Uh, um, scan other parts of the body. And it was really not until the uh, mid-80s that it started to uh, come into, into clinical practice to actually be used in, in hospitals. What makes uh, CT scans so interesting 
is the combination, first of all, of how many scans there are taken every year in the United States and the radiation doses involved. So let's uh, talk about these topics one at a time. What are the doses, radiation doses, involved in CT compared with ordinary x-rays? Well, by, by, uh, by its very nature, CT scanners produce uh, more radiation dose than conventional x-rays. And it's for exactly the reason that uh, I was talking about before, that what is a CT scan? It's actually a series of individual x-rays taken from different angles, and then the computer puts them together to, uh, uh, to make the, the beautiful 3D image. So pretty well by definition, CT scans produce more radiation dose to, to the patient than conventional uh, uh, X-rays like a mammogram or a chest X-ray. Um, and it's roughly of the order of 100 times more, which, uh, as, as I say, 100 times, it sounds kind of scary. But of course, the radiation dose from a, from a, say a chest X-ray is very, very low indeed. So, as we'll talk about, even multiplying that dose by 100, that's still a very small dose, or a small radiation dose. So, if that's the dose per scan, uh, how many scans are there? Is it hundreds, thousands, millions? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's more than that. Um, let's, let's talk, first of all, about the USA. And the USA, of course, is a country with a uh, high-tech uh, uh, medical profession. So, really, the you started, as, as I said, in, in the mid-1980s uh, in this country, in the USA. So right now, uh, how many scans are there done per year? It's actually about 80 million uh, scans per year. 80 million, that's, that's a huge number. And uh, again, if we think about the population of the USA, that's about uh, one scan uh, per year for every f uh, fourth person. But uh, that's an extraordinary number, 80 million CT scans a year, particularly for a technology which really only started in the 1980s. Now, the U.S. is, is uh, clearly one of the bigger players in the CT scan world. And coming back to uh, where, I, where I came from, from England, uh, the, the CT scan rate is much, much less. Um, and there are about in 6 million CT scans per year done in uh, the UK, which corresponds to uh, a, a much lower rate than is done in, uh, in this country. Um, and I should say the, U, the US is not the highest CT scan user in the world. That, that is undoubtedly Japan. Uh, Japan has absolutely enormous CT scan rate. So I, I, I can illustrate that actually by talking about the number of CT scanners, CT scan machines there are in these different countries. So in the, in the USA, uh, there are about 40 CT scan machines for every million uh, in population. Uh, in the UK, there are about eight CT scan machines per million of the population. But in uh, Japan, there are actually 100 CT scanners per million of the population. So by far, it has the most CT scanners in the world and correspondingly does the most CT scans. So, David, how do you explain such different numbers in the usage of CT between different countries? For example, does that mean that CT scans are greatly underutilized in the UK, or are they greatly overutilized in the United States and in Japan? 
Well, that's a great question, Eric, and I'm, I'm not sure I uh, have, a, have a very good answer for it. Um, I, I think it's a bit of both. I, th I think uh, in Japan, for, almost for sure, that CT scans are being overutilized. There are too many CT scans are being done. And I would say that uh, in the UK, uh, almost for sure, that uh, CT scans are underutilized. Uh, not enough CT scans are being done. And the reason for that is that they simply don't have the CT scanners. Uh, you could argue that in this country we're somewhat in between and we do about the right number of CT scans, but uh, uh, it's, it's uh, pretty uncertain what is the right number of CT scans. And again, let me emphasize how incredibly valuable uh, a CT scan can be for a, just a whole variety of conditions. So there are clearly benefits to accrue to the patient and also to the medical profession from CT scans. But you said earlier that the radiation doses uh, are higher than old-fashioned x-rays. So does that mean that there are risks that are larger with CT? Well, it probably does, Eric. Um, I mean, as, as we know, pretty well everything you do in, in a hospital environment or in a medical environment uh, is a risk-benefit uh, balance. So it's, it's all a matter of uh, seeing if the benefits of whatever treatment or, or diagnosis you're doing outweigh the risks. And uh, that's certainly the case with, with CT scans. And I've outlined uh, a whole host of uh, benefits. And it's still, I, I would say, moderately controversial, but not, not really so much anymore, that there are radiation risks associated with CT scans. But you have to say that the radiation risks are extremely small relative to the benefits. So uh, if, if actually you do need a, a CT scan for whatever reason, one of the, one, one of the reasons I talked about before, uh, it's surely true that the benefits are going to outweigh the, uh, uh, the, the risks. So what can I do as an individual to be sure my scan was needed in the first place and was justified? Well, Eric, you, you hit on a, a good point there. So I said that uh, if, a medic, if a CT scan was needed, then for sure the, uh, the benefits of that CT scan are going to outweigh the risk. Um, but of course there is the situation, unfortunately, which happens from time to time, where a CT scan really is not medically called for. And in that case, of course, the, the, there are no benefits, and so it's, it's no longer the case that the benefits outweigh the risks. And in fact, it's the other way around. The risks are going to outweigh the benefits. So as a patient, I think it's pretty important to be clear that the CT scan, which your physician uh, has suggested, really is uh, medically justified. So certainly uh, a recommendation that I, I always give to uh, uh, patients when they're uh, prescribed a CT scan is talk to your physician. Ask the physician, so, so why am I uh, having a CT scan? And uh, are there in fact alternatives? And in many cases there are alternatives. Uh, I'll give you an example. I mean, n uh, many, although not all, uh, head injuries uh, can be diagnosed with a MRI, uh, that's magnetic resonance uh, scanning, which is a different type of scanner which doesn't use X-rays and, as far as we know, doesn't have any uh, risks associated with it all. 
Um, so it, uh, that's one scenario where potentially a CT scan can be replaced with a uh, MRI scan. Again, that's not always the case for all uh, head injuries, but uh, certainly some. Uh, and again, there is absolutely no harm, and I think it's a good idea always to check with your physician. Uh, are, are you clear that there is a good reason for the CT scan that I'm given? And most of the time, of course, it's going to be uh, clear that the CT scan really is justified, and then the benefits absolutely outweigh the risks. Um, but from time to time, um, maybe the, the physician can think again, can uh, give a second thought to other alternatives to, uh, to a CT scan. Uh, so, David, um, are there some people who should be more concerned than others about having a CT scan or multiple CT scans? We, we know that children are rather more sensitive to radiation than adults are, and, and we sort of basically know the reason. Uh, first of all, children have a longer have a longer lifespan than than adults. They're going to live longer, we hope, and uh, that means there is more uh, time for any adverse consequences of the CT to show up. Um, but also, children are fun- inherently more sensitive to radiation, and that's because children have far more dividing cells than uh, adults because they're growing, and so their cells are dividing much more than adults do. So those two things put together make children rather more sensitive than adults to radiation in general and CT scan radiation also. So David, would you like to say something about studies that have already been done uh, to look for possible adverse effects in children of CT scans? Well, as I said, uh, there's there's, there's, uh, no doubt that children are a little more sensitive than adults to radiation. And what we're talking about is, is radiation-related cancer. Um, but again, let me emphasize that we know for sure that the risks associated with uh, CT scans are going to be very small because the radiation doses are small. I mean, they're, they're bigger than they were for, uh, for conventional X-rays, but they're still very small. Um, but it's, in fact, still fairly controversial whether there are any risks at all associated with CT scans. So about 10 years ago, uh, several groups actually started to do direct uh, epidemiological statistical studies to see whether children with CT who've had CT scans had a higher rate of uh, cancer. So the, the first big study was actually done in the UK, and the results came out just a couple of years ago. And what they showed was there was a very small risk associated with the uh, use of CT scans in children. But it certainly wasn't a big risk. It was a small risk. It was the order of one in one chance in 10,000 or something of that nature, which is really a very small risk indeed. Uh, And there's been a second study that's come out in Australia, which uh, pretty well was consistent with uh, the first study. And there are more studies on their way. But again, what it, what it shows pretty clearly is that the risks associated with CT scans, while real, are really very small. And what that means is that if you're trying to balance the risks and benefits of a CT scan, if you need a CT scan, you better have that CT scan because the benefits are going to by far outweigh the risks. David, to give me an idea of how many children actually were studied in the Australian study. 
Well, it was, it was, as I said, it was a very big study. It was something like a million children were uh, studied to, to be able to see this very small effect, this very small increasing in uh, cancer risk. So that tells you something, that the risk is really small if you have to study that many uh, children to see an effect. Perhaps, David, you could briefly sum up the pros and cons of CT scans now, the good news and the bad news, if you like. Well, Eric, I, th- I think the story is that uh, it's a risk-benefit balance, as uh, most things are in, uh, in the medical world. Uh, but generally speaking, the benefits are going to outweigh the risks. So we've, we've been through the, the, the benefits of uh, CT scans, and uh, they are varied in all sorts of different situations, uh, heart disease, surgery, cancer, strokes. Uh, there are many situations where... Uh, CT scan is going to be uh, uh, useful. So the benefits are clear. Um, The risks are there, um, but they're going to be very small. And if if we uh, make a balance between the risks and the benefits, if you need a CT scan, you'd better have that CT scan because your benefits from having the CT scan are going to so vastly outweigh your risk. So that, that said... Uh, the question then becomes, so is the CT scan that I've been uh, uh, prescribed, uh, or or perhaps more relevantly, my child has been prescribed, is that CT scan really needed? And what we've talked about today is uh, don't be afraid to ask uh, your physician, is that CT scan that you've uh, suggested I have, or you've suggested my child has, uh, is that really necessary? Why is it necessary? Uh, and are there, in fact, alternatives uh, instead of a CT scan? These are perfectly reasonable questions to ask. Well, there we must end our Men in Lead Aprons podcast for today. Uh, our goal is never to persuade you one way or another about CT scans, but rather to give you some of the basic facts so that you can draw your own conclusions and make up your own mind. It's very important to be knowledgeable before you go to the doctor's office and even more important before you take your children there. (laughs) 